What's up, everybody? Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes. And today my guest is a very artistic guest. He goes by the name of Slippy Frog. You've probably seen him or his lives on TikTok. And if you haven't, I'm telling you, you need to go and check him out. He's absolutely amazing. He's so freaking talented. And just a, after you hear this, there's no way you can't love the guy. He's just fun and awesome to talk to. And he does the same exact thing on his lives. He will interact with his guests while he's drawing. He has his girlfriend on the side, basically being his moderator, you know, or telling him what everybody's saying. And, and it's just fun. You know, it's just none of the drama. No one just sitting there looking at, you know, the, the phone and listening to music in the background. Like he's legitimately making art and you're a part of it and it's interactive and it's just it's so much fun. But anyway, Slippy Frog, amazing guy. This conversation, you know, we we geeked out. That's for sure. And I will admit, I, I, I'm a comic book geek. I always have been. I'm a Marvel geek. I, I don't care. I love it. And I've done that since I was a kid. So we have that discussion. We talk about how we got into art and, you know, what he likes better, iPad or pencil and paper. And, and we just, we go over it all. So without further ado, guys, here's Slippy Frog. This week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking, a TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking, a TikToking. Fascinating interviews. TikToking, a TikToking. TikToking with Kevin Hughes. What's up, buddy? What's up? What's up, Kevin? Thank you for having me on the show, sir. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. I just uh, did some chores, so I'm always in a better mood when the house looks good. <laughs> right? So first first thing is first, uh, where did you get the name Slippy Frog? So right, I'm so glad you asked. I get asked this all the time, um, and it so it's actually like it's it's an evolution of like my gamer tag and like my online handle. Um, you know, I say online now because I'm on, like, PC and Xbox, but originally, you know, like, I was, you know, uh, just, like, a Xbox player, but, um, so, when Xbox Live, like, first came out, me and my brothers, I have, I have a twin brother and a little brother, and me and my brothers would always play Halo 2, like, nonstop, right? Like, especially when Xbox Live first came out, to us, it was, like, you know, the answer to everybody's problem, it was, like, the greatest thing in the world, um, so... We were trying to figure out gamer tags, so for some reason I was what like the TV in the living room was on, and the uh, I don't know if you remember this. There was a channel. Uh, it was like the WB, and the original mascot for the channel for like the Warner Brothers uh, channel was a frog. Was that frog? Yeah, a frog and a top With hat. The top hat. Right. Yeah. And he, right. Yeah. So and he was like, it's a a fancy frog. So originally my gamer tag was fancy frog. Um. And then, you know, like, getting locked out of accounts and just, you know, being, like, you know, a 13, 14-year-old kid who just, you know, never remembers his password. It turned into uh, Fancy Frog. Then it was Fancy, Fancy Toad. Then it was uh, Frog Returns when I finally got another gamer tag. And then, um, you know, I, I went, like, a while. I went on kind of, like, a gaming hiatus. Um, I hadn't played in years. But my brothers were always playing nonstop. Like, you know, they never put down video games, but, you know, I took a little break there. 
and uh, every night, man, like my brothers and our gaming community, we it's called like the Council of the Bros, and it's like a Discord and everything, and you know they're like. You know, uh, 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 are you get is Frog getting on? Are you gonna get on? Are you gonna get on? And I would always text him and be like, Yeah, I'll be on. I'll be on in ten minutes. I'll be on in fifteen minutes. You know, and I would never get on. Yeah. And eventually, like I would, so- I would sort of like like the best way to describe it is is I would get into games. I would play like one or two games, and then I would just sign off. Like it, it sounds rude, but you know, like my friends know me and I know them. It's a little different, but like they were like, Man, like he's so slippery. Like, he just comes in and out, you know, and he's, like, nowhere to be found. He's, like, you see him, like, in the lobby, you know, whether it be Fortnite or Halo or whatever. And then, like, you just see my character, like, disconnect. So, my brother texted me. He's, like, you should change your name to Slippy Frog. And it made sense because one of my favorite game characters growing up was uh, uh, Slippy Toad from Star Fox. I loved okay. Slippy Toad. I just like frogs. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't yeah. have like, this crazy obsession with frogs. I just, I really liked the character. I liked the animal and I liked the name. So Slippy Frog just kind of stuck. And then, you know, when we get in discords and, and matches and stuff, everybody's like, what's up, Slippy? Hey, Slippy. So it just kind of stuck. So that's pretty much, you know, where it came from. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And uh, so I got to ask then, did you ever play Battletoads? I did. I mean, very briefly yeah. as a kid, I didn't like, you know, try to beat it or anything like that. Like I know some people do because I've heard like, you know, that is an extremely difficult NES game. Um, but, you know, of course, like when it, you know, it became like a meme a couple years ago, uh, you know, like people were like calling GameStops or whatever. And they were like, yes, I have a copy of Battle Dudes. And <laughs> a lot of people were asking me that. You're like, dude, like you, you're uh, uh, your icon or your your uh you know online persona avatar should be like a battle toad and actually it's funny that you asked that because like my tiktok um profile picture uh my twitch profile picture and and basically any account that i own that has slippy frog attached to it the character that i drew for it is actually based off of pimple the uh the battle toad it's actually like i did it based off of him like the same eye like the arch on the eyes and like his smile so it's kind of like a mix between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Battletoads, and like my own little spin on the character. So, yeah, people say, okay. people say it looks like a monkey, which I can see from far away. But I was going for a frog, so maybe we'll like redo it in the future. But yeah, it's actually it's technically it's it's based off of uh, Battletoads. Okay, right on. Yeah, Battletoads was my game back in the nineties oh, yeah. on original Game Boy, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> my brother has quite a few of them, man. He is highly obsessed with Game Boy. He actually just picked up a Virtual Boy. Um, he texted me like the other day, he's like, you know, I should film this and send it to you. Um, but it's just crazy, man. Like he, he goes on Craigslist and, or, or Facebook marketplace, whatever. He just has a knack for finding like crazy good vintage gaming gems at a great price. And he's like, yeah, I just picked up this virtual boy. I picked up this, uh, uh, fire red version of uh Pokemon and it's like, you know, this is this is honestly on like a on a bad day for him. Like he's got like five original Game Boys, a few of them complete in box, some of them never opened. You know, and it's just oh, it's wow. wild. Yes, yeah, so anytime I hear Game Boy, I always think of my brother and you know his like little shelf, uh, you know, dedicated to Game Boy. He's like a true Nintendo fanboy, like like through and through. That's awesome. Yeah. Let him know I've been looking for one of those Nintendo Power Gloves. You remember? He's those? got a Power Glove. Yup. No way. Oh yeah, we're That's gonna have awesome. to get him to send it to you. <laughs> I was like, look, Rick, That's you gotta dope. part ways with the glove, man. 
Give it to my friend Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So where are you from, man? Uh, so um, Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Ori- well, originally, I grew up in Baltimore. Um, my family, we moved out of Baltimore when I was like 12 or 11 or 12. Then I moved up to Baltimore County um, in like a, this little town called Parkville. I uh, lived there for a really long time. And just recently, maybe about like, f- not recently, but four years ago, uh, me and my girlfriend, we moved to uh, Carroll County. So it's kind of like, it's okay. like a, uh, it's like about an hour north of Baltimore City. It's in the sticks, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And how old are you? Uh, 33. Just turned 33. Oh, right on, yeah. man. Cool. Yeah, so uh, at what age did you start drawing, man? You're phenomenal, just the stuff you come up with out of your head. And Well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for the compliment, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> um so I mean, and I and whenever I do like a live stream, you know, and it ends up getting like you know uh, nine hundred or a thousand viewers. That is like that, and what I'm drawing on is like the most common question. And I, it's hard to say. Like I mean, I I remember like doing doodles like on my in my like during class, like in elementary school. My mom says this because I can't remember, but my mom swears up and down. She was like, "Your teachers would come up to me and, you know." they would show me your drawings on the back of your like uh, assignments in like elementary school and middle school. And, you know, I always thought that you were going to be in trouble, but like the teachers were like, this is pretty incredible for such a young kid to be, um, you know, like putting fingernails on the hands and, you know, shading and and drawing lines and stuff. So, I mean, I, I would just draw random cartoons and random stuff. Maybe I would say I, I was about maybe, six or seven something like that you know maybe a little bit younger but you know it it would all i was always like really drawn you know uh no pun intended towards uh like faces you know i'd like drawing hairstyles and faces like animated characters because i because i mean i grew up in the 90s so i was seeing some of the best uh uh like cartoons and, and animation styles in my opinion there ever was you know like butch hartman's uh you know fairly odd parents was a thing rugrats um you know the classic Casopo cartoons uh, uh hannah barbera all of this yeah. stuff you know it was on tv non-stop you know uh cat dog i could go on uh uh, uh our real monsters was like a really big yeah. one i loved drawing you know ickis and oblina and all them and uh you know it's ren and stimpy um i Ren and Stimpy is a big one too. Yeah, yeah, we we drew him the other day on street, oh, nice. but uh, uh, we drew uh, Stimpy. Yeah, but it, it was just I was, I loved like the art styles and the colors, and I would like watch it when I went home, and then I would you know I'd be in school the next day, and I would just I would just I I would obsess over like how did he draw that? How did how did she draw that? How was this character drawn? And I would just try over and over you know, on like my schoolwork or a blank piece of paper. And then like, I just, you know, it, it's, it sounds cookie cutter, but I would just get into like my own little worlds, man. And like, you know, like on the front sheet of the paper was, you know, two plus two equals four and, and, you know, X equals Y, whatever we were working on in school. And then on the back was like, just my own little world, <laughs> you know? And it, I, I, I've always wanted to, tell this story like you know to an audience so whether one person is is listening or or end up you know 100 million people listen to this my i think the biggest uh catalyst for me really wanting to do uh art or to draw or just you know be involved in like you know just to have a creative medium was when we were in uh uh when me and my brother my brother's name is rick when me and ricky were 
in elementary school. We went to Kearney Elementary School, okay, home of the Cougars. And uh, we every day we would go to lunch and, you know, we, we would, we, I don't want to say, like, we were at, like, the nerd table, you know, the geek table. Like, we're these little kids and, you know, we'd always talk about Dragon Ball Z and, and uh, uh, you know, Captain Underpants and, you know, that was our thing, you know. Um, and we loved Captain Underpants <laughs> at my my lunch table it was like me my friend zach my friend brian my brother ricky these little kids you know and we would like just talk about playstation captain underpants uh nickelodeon and that was pretty much it yeah. right and when when captain underpants came out like at, at my school it was a really 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 big deal like captain underpants was the greatest thing since sliced bread <laughs> everybody was buying the books when we went to the scholastic book fairs at our school he was always you know crossed off on the catalog um and we were crazy about it so one day me and my brother are uh we were sitting home little kids man we were so young at the time and and you know my brother looks up at me and he goes we we should make our own uh superhero we should make our own comic book character i was like okay sure so we started drawing, and my brother created this character called Chippo Man. And it's like this little uh, potato chip with, you know, tidy whities on and a red cape and, like, red sneakers. And, you know, we gave him, uh, like, an arch nemesis. Um, you know, at the time, we called him Doctor Doom. We didn't realize Doctor Doom was already a nemesis in the Marvel comic books. But, you know, we, we he was going to go against this guy named Doctor Doom. Uh, you know, and then... We, we, what we did was we, we took a regular uh, sheet of printing paper and we drew, we hand drew this comic. We gave it a storyline, you know, we gave it detail. Um, we did as much as we could with it. And what we do is we'd go to the library in the morning and we would photocopy like 50 copies of this little comic book. And we would bring it to lunch and sell it to kids for like 50 cents a sheet. <laughs> and, and then it started to pick up. And then like these kids were like, you know, is the new is the new issue of Chippo Man out? Is the new issue of uh, uh, Chippo Man out? Like, I want to know what happens. And kids were like getting into it. Not the whole school, but maybe like five or six. And to us, like that was the yeah. whole world, you know. So, eventually, then you know, uh, my brother, my brother was like getting a lot of the credit for it, you know. And everyone was like, "Dude, Ricky made Chippo Man." So, like, as like a uh, an act of vengeance, I created my own. Uh, called Power Pickle, and it was like this little pickle with a cape, you know, and uh, uh, he had all these crazy powers and whatnot, and basically we started our own, like, little, uh, uh, like, Carney Elementary version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but with snack foods, you know, and it was, and then it became the adventures of Power Pickle and Chippo Man, it was like a superhero sidekick ordeal, and then everybody was going nuts over it, you know, and we were, like, selling them and giving them to our friends, and we got so invested in it, like, because we were having so much fun drawing and creating these characters that it ended up becoming, like, the funnest part of the process was just, you know, thinking of, like, a scene and then actually, like, following through and, and drawing it out and, like, being proud of it, you know? Like, being at such a young age, and you're like, this, like, feels really good, you know? Like, a, a little mini version of success, and, you know, it then it just wouldn't stop. And then after that, it was, you know... uh you know, what can I doodle next or what can I, you know, create next or what can I come up with next? So, I mean, you know, from there, like that's my earliest memory of like actually having a good time drawing, yeah. you know, but after that, you know, as you get older and, you know, the, the, the tools to your, uh, um, you know, at your disposal expand, you know, then it's just, you know, sky's the limit after that. Right. So, um, yeah. 
with your twin brother, um, mm-hmm. are you guys identical? So we're fraternal. Oh, okay. Um, fraternal. We look a lot alike, but uh, but yeah, fraternal. Okay. I was just curious if you guys ever pulled the swap yeah. and the, you know. <laughs> uh, well, we could have got away with it when we were younger. I mean, we looked very similar, but you know, like most people, once you get older, you kind of like find your style sure. and, and, you know, his hair's a little bit longer than mine and whatnot. But uh, if, I don't know if you were planning on asking this or not, but maybe I'm jumping the gun, but he can draw just like me. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. So maybe if it was like a genetic thing or what, or, you know, maybe just how we grew up, I'm not sure. But yeah, like he can, you know, his his art style is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But you know, like if you sat us both down and said, you know, draw Goku or Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, we could both do it fairly well, you know. So, but yeah, he's just, he loved to draw and doodle like me. And, and you know, maybe it's genetic. Who knows? Yeah. Kevin, who knows? Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, I got, yeah. did you ever watch the show Doug, that cartoon Doug? Yes, of course. So, I'm wondering, do you think that Doug, do you remember his superhero? Yeah, like, Quail Man. Yeah, Quail Man. Do yeah, you, of course. <laughs> do you think that is what spawned into Captain Underpants, or do you think they got that idea from Captain Underpants? I mean, I th- look, I think it's hard to speculate, I mean, because... Every kid, at least a lot of kids that I knew, and it was like kind of like the uh, like the the pop culture ideal that when you were a kid and you wanted to dress up like a superhero, you couldn't just go on eBay and buy like a Superman spandex costume. You did the next best thing, and you put your tidy whities above your shorts, <laughs> yeah. you know, or or wherever you could fit them. And then you took a blanket and wrapped it around your neck to make it look like a cape. Yeah. You know, so I think maybe Doug was just kind of like expanding on that and then captain underpants was like let's take it to the next level and make it all about the underpants you know so who knows i mean maybe i i think in like the art world you know i'm not saying that there's no such thing as original idea but i think some of the most successful works of art thrive off of just recycling a different idea or a different image in your your own signature or in your own way you know what i mean because i mean you know, Captain Underpants realistically isn't all that original, but they just drew the character in an appealing way, and you know the the books were were good. You know, for the demographic yeah. for young kids. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I promise you this, uh, or I don't I don't want to say I promise you, but I strongly believe that Captain Underpants wasn't the first drawing of somebody. You know, in tidy whiteies right. as a superhero. It's just the the people. You know they published it first so to speak so you know and maybe i'm wrong who knows who really knows but that's just how i like to look at it well if you think about it i mean superman's been around probably for almost 100 years and i'm pretty sure those those red <laughs> those red things are, yeah. are, are, are underwear you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah and, and i mean even if you look at like marvel like there's a lot of uh, marvel superheroes that are basically superman just you know, dressed a little differently. I think right. a great example is like Captain Marvel, you know, like she wears red and blue, just like Spider-Man. She can fly. She has superpowers. You know, there's uh, her origin from, um, you know, uh, different planetary alliances or whatever. It's kind of, it's it's pretty similar to Superman, you know, yeah. but, you know, one being she's a girl, not a guy, but still it's like, I think, you know, there's tons of Captain Marvel fans out there. I like Captain Marvel. I thought the movie was great. I think the character herself, uh, it's a great character. But it's just, again, it's like a, a recycled or re-embodied version of something else. You right. know, so, I mean, I appreciate it all. Yeah, man. 
So what made you start bringing your art to TikTok? Like what 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 spawned that whole, like Com- that whole Honestly, come a complete accident. Okay. A complete accident. Like it was never anything. Okay, so I don't really I don't have any social media. I I've never I mean I don't even have Facebook or Instagram and you know with the the momentum and like the uh you know, the quote unquote clout that is starting to come with the account, you know, I'm sure it's in the near future. But when I started this TikTok, I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all started with basically, you know, I think I had maybe like a thousand followers. Um, you know, I posted maybe like a gaming video here and there or, you know, maybe like a skit with my girlfriend. Um, you know, her online persona is like Bubber Chunk. That's her gamer tag, you know. So okay. her name is Alex, but we call her Bubber Chunk. Um, so, you know, it was like a skit with Bubber Chunk or something or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was at my, my brother's house, Ricky, the one I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Um, and my brother, like I said, is a an avid, like, video game, merchandise, uh, uh, collectible... Um, like connoisseur, if you will, like, you know, he's a diehard collector, you know, like all like the retro game systems, you know, uh, prop replicas, uh, uh, memorabilia, anything that's, that's anime, video games, comic books, uh, uh, Pokemon, trading cards, all that stuff. It, anything pop culture, like my brother, like seeks out like the rarest versions of it, you know? Um, and he got really, really, really good at it. Like he's like the guy who wakes up at five a.m. and messages the the post on Facebook Marketplace about a, a sealed in box uh, uh, Nintendo sixty four or something, right? So anyway, yeah. he's built himself a really, really, really uh, what's the word for it? Um, impressive game room. You know, he he bought a house a while ago, uh, him and his wife, and um, you know, he set up the, uh, he like his dream game room, and it has like a you know. Uh, two two Halo armor suits complete that are wearable on mannequins like you know the the Master Chief uh, the the Halo Three I think it's the Mark Five uh, uh, um, armor set you know he's got a replica from Halo Reach tons of helmets like Spartan helmets uh, uh, Jason Voorhees the Chucky doll um, tons of you know highly articulated Dragon Ball Z figures everything. Tons of retro game systems, Sega Genesis, uh, Game Boy, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Pokemon cards, graded Charizards and everything. You know, the, the whole nine yards pretty much. And it's just incredible, right? It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to see. Like, it's a visual spectacle, but I see it every day. I see it all the time because it's my brother's house. I'm, I'm there quite often, you know? So I said one day, this was about, uh, this was this, this Christmas that just passed. Um, I said, Rick, let me film uh, your game room for for TikTok video. He said, okay, sure. So I put on that, at the time it was a really trending sound. It was the, like the, the half Hunchback of Notre Dame, half uh, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, where it's like, you know, one day out there, dun, 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 dun. That was a horrible rendition of it, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to do that to no, you guys. No, no. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was like really popular um, in, on TikTok. So yeah. I put that as the sound, and it shows me in, like, my socks, and it says, Brothers Game Reveal in 3, 2, 1. And then I hit the corner, and just as the music and, like, the orchestra builds, you know, I reveal the game room, and it's all of these masks and all of these, you know, like, coveted pieces in the gaming and, you know, uh, comic book community. And overnight, Kevin, overnight, 
unsuspecting, it blew up. I think, you know, by the next morning, it was at like 80,000 views. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, like this, this might be something, you know. Um, and I'm getting like two, 300 followers a day. And it was, un- I was completely caught off guard. I was un- unsuspecting. You know, I could, I, I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't completely welcoming to it. Right. I just was caught off guard, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then before I know it, a million views and like verified accounts are commenting on it. And, you know, I'm getting like 30, 40, 50 comments a day and all these likes. And my phone was like I had to turn off TikTok notifications on my phone because it was just going, 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 <laughs> going, going. And it was not stopping. And then, you know, my my uh, my friends are like messaging me. They're like, is this Rick's game room? And they're showing me the TikTok, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but it's not on my page. Now it's on like gaming uh, uh, sites and, and you know, oh, different shit. accounts on TikTok, like, you know, <laughs> that like put it out everywhere, right? And I was like, <sighs> I had to, I called Ricky immediately. I called my brother and I was like, Rick, you won't believe this, man. I was like, but... 1.8 million people have seen your game room, you know, and the general consensus is it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and my brother's like going crazy. He's like, that's nuts, man. You know, so it eventually, you know, uh, I'd say maybe about a week later, a little bit less, it ended up, you know, surpassing 3 million views. What I was completely, I like, what caught me off guard was that same night, we filmed another video. My my bubber chunk, my girlfriend was sitting next to me. She actually filmed it, right? She probably should get the most credit if there's anybody. Um, you know, uh, but she filmed another video where when we all opened gifts on Christmas, like we were a family, right? So we all yeah. opened gifts. Um, Sarah, my brother's, you know, my, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, found him a com- he found she found him two complete in boxes, uh, Nintendo sixty fours. On Facebook Marketplace. Right place at the right time. She got a great deal on it. Look, I mean, you know, here's a uh, Kevin Hughes podcast exclusive. She paid 120 bucks, okay, which wow. is unheard of for what they go for now, right? Especially two of them complete in box. One was the purple controller, like the atomic purple variant, I believe. So we, we, we filmed my brother blind reacting. Like, he had no idea he was getting these Nintendos. And yeah. he opened it up, and me and my little brother, Petey, were so hyped. I mean, we were like, what? Nintendo complete in box? And he was like, yeah. And we were like, let's go. And we started, you know, like going nuts. So we put the Avengers theme, uh, you know, um, sound. We put the Avengers theme as the sound for that video. And we posted that too on a whim. That accumulated 1.3 million views at the same time as the game room. So now I went from having like, you know, a thou- like 1,200 followers. Now I'm at like, or, or 12... Uh, Let's about twelve hundred, right? Twelve hundred followers. Now I'm at twelve thousand, and counting, you know. And I'm getting all these views and and everything. And uh, I'm starting to see that, like, you know, there's a huge um, community of retro gamers, you know, anime fans, um, you know, like nerd culturists. I mean, you know, uh, uh, superhero fans. You know, like it's. I've always known they were there, but it's cool to see them come together as a collective, you know. And they're passionate about these things you know they're passionate about the characters and the and the games and the and uh uh you know the toys and the figures and all that stuff and i love that because so am i right you know so am i like i i love that stuff to death so i said well you know what um 
now that I'm getting all of these viewers and all of these, like, you know, uh, uh, we're starting to pick up on the channel. I was like, you know, let me see if I can, like, you know, make somebody's day. Let me, I'll draw them Goku or I'll draw them this or, or, you know, like, I want to, you know, draw something for these guys just to say, hey, and, you know, like, thanks for all of the views. You know what I mean? Like, I can officially walk into, you know, uh, my work and be like, guys, you won't believe this, but, uh, you know, one of my TikTok videos has 3 million views. Like, I just think it's cool because it's yeah. like I, I never in a million years thought I'd be able to say something like that, you know? So to me, it's like a, a badge of honor. Me just going live and, and drawing people's names ha has quickly evolved into something much more, almost like a show, yeah. like an interactive show, you know? It's like you're not just watching somebody draw something. Like, you get a say in what it looks like, right. what color it is, the detail, you know? And it's like a, like a training session for me. It's like how quickly... Can I draw what they suggest to the best of my ability and, you know, all 800 viewers or so are happy with it? Right. You know, um, but like just to wrap it up, basically, like I got all of these viewers. So then I was able, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to go live. I, I have, uh, you know, a demographic here. I have, you know, viewership. What am I going to do with it? You know, and because my brother's game room and all of those things, which we do go live in there from time to time, is at his house. I was like, what do I have to offer? You know, because I don't have a game room, you know, but I do have the passion. I can draw. So let me give it a shot. And I never would have done it. I never would have even considered it if those videos wouldn't have blown up in the first place. And I happened on about the fifth day after it was, uh, after, you know, my account went viral. I, um, I was on live TikTok and I saw this girl writing the names of people in the chat you yeah. see it all the time you yeah. know it's don't get me wrong i love it i think it's great because some people have such good like you know calligraphy right. and and handwriting skills and it's amazing to see how elegant they can make you know the word slippy for all or the name you know kevin or whatever so i said you know what let me try that i, I want to try that so I, I i took my ipad and i had an apple pencil and you know i went and bought one of these like i, I have it here next to me it's this little stand you get from Walmart that holds your phone and it's got like the little ring light on it. And I said, let me just go live and see what happens. And for the first like five minutes, I was crazy discouraged because it was like two or three viewers. And yeah. out of nowhere, I guess somebody hit enough likes. You know, my girlfriend was sitting next to me and she was like smashing her phone, like, you know, <laughs> sl sl smashing the likes, trying to get it, you know, uh, noticed and get it up there. Because the more likes you get, you know, the higher it ends up on the uh, uh, the recommendation list. Or at least that's what I'm, I'm told. Okay. And boom. You blink an eye, and all of a sudden, 800 people, 900 wow. people. And I was like, whoa. And I started, you know, drawing name after name after name. And I wasn't just drawing their names. I was, like, doing, like, a little character next to it or a little, you know, if I look at your profile and it says, you know, uh, Kevin, Kevin the Dude, right? I'm, I'm going to do Kevin the name, and then I'm going to draw a little guy with, like, sunglasses and long hair. You know what I mean? Like, we got a little dude next to it, Kevin. You know, like, so that person, you know, feels special and recognized right. and unique you know what i mean and unfortunately when you got 1.4 thousand viewers it's hard to do you know do that for everybody but you know when i can i can and and i i realized at the end of it i had so much fun doing it i had such a blast um that we decided to try to make it you know a a, a nightly thing or at least you know five or you know four or five times a week we try to we try to go live and, and just draw for people you know and, and we have a blast doing it we really do i saw that video that you had posted when your brother got those as a christmas present those nintendos 
Yeah. But I had no idea that was you. You you telling me this is the this is the first time I'm hearing and I had no idea that was you. And that came across my for you page and I was like, Man, these guys are super excited for this, but I was like at the same time I was like where the hell do you even find a, a brand new system like that? You know? I think, and look, I think that's the allure of the video, you know, because it's it's like filming a video of somebody coming across like a real life treasure, right? You know, um, and I think like be, because the reaction was so raw and so genuine, because we had no idea, you know, I had no idea my brother was gonna get you know Nintendo's complete in box. I know their value. You know, I grew up oh, yeah. in Nintendo 64. I'm well aware of, you know, its capacity. It's, it's you know, coveted and loved by so many people. It's such an amazing console. You know, it literally represents, like, 90% of, you know, my childhood. And to find one complete in box is a really, really hard thing to do today, you know. Mm -hmm. So, the second he opens it up, you know, we didn't, we didn't get the story on, like, how Sarah actually got them until... Uh, you know, after the video had ended and everything, but I think that's the allure is like seeing somebody, you know, because it's because it's such a relatable video. If it ends up on your for you page and you're a Nintendo fan, it's such a relatable video because the first thing you think is is like, how would I have reacted? Like, what if that was me? You know, what if I woke up one day, you know, being 30 years old or however old, you know, the, the guys are who grew up in the 90s, you know, um, how would I feel or how would I react if I woke up to somebody giving me a Nintendo 64 complete in box, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's also funny, too, because you know how TikTok is. Like, there's always these speculators. You know, some say, like, oh, you know what I mean? They must have a lot of money, which is so funny because we don't, you know? Like, my family never, like, we did not grow up rich. You know, my dad was, like, a contractor. He was, like, a painter. You know, my mom worked at Little Caesars. Um, you know, my brother Ricky, at the time of opening that that gift on Christmas, like, when the video was shot, you know, he's a, 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 a firefighter. You know, he's, a, he's a, a firefighter EMT, okay. you know? And uh, his wife is a, a physical therapist. You know, my mom is, is unemployed. She just, uh, you know, she recently just beat a, a, a colon cancer. Um, oh, wow. You know, so, I mean, you know, and she's, my mom's getting old, you know, so she can't work. Um, you know, me, I work in, in healthcare. I don't make a lot of money at all. Um, and I just thought it was so funny that like, like the majority of TikTok thought like the only way you can get a Nintendo 64 complete in box on Christmas is if you're rich, which is just not true. You know what I mean? Like if you look at Craigslist and you go to yard sales and you look at Facebook marketplace, there's always ways to find thing, find things, you know, at a good price. Yeah. You just have to be willing to look, you know, but, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I, I think, you know, it, because it was a very debatable video, I think that's why it, you know, blew up the way that it did. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. I honestly had no idea. I just yeah, I when I was gonna say that that's so funny, man. Like, yeah, I I'm sure there's a few people in my life that I don't know that I've seen the video yet that you know didn't know it was me. Yeah, yeah. So was there somebody in particular that really inspired you to draw? Like, um, you know, someone that you just looked up to and wanted to be like, you know, like Stan Lee or someone. You know, was there someone yeah. like that for you? Um. Yeah, there's a few. I think the biggest one I would have to say is, I mean, Stan Lee's definitely up there, you know, and I don't want to be afraid to say Stan Lee because I know a lot of artists would say Stan Lee. I mean, he's yeah. incredible. Um, I would say, you know, like Steve Ditko, um, a lot of the guys that worked on like, you know, some of the like the late 60s Marvel comic books, you know, I'm a huge fan of. But if I had to say, like, I think the biggest 
um, inspiration. I'd have to say it's like Butch Hartman, man. Like I really liked, you know, like with uh, Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, uh, Danny Phantom. Like I just love his art style. Yeah. I love how it's so simplistic and, you know, it's it's very like because he has a TikTok account, you know, that I just recently came across maybe like a month ago. And, you know, watching like how he turns certain uh, uh, characters. I think he just recently did one for like the Mandalorian. Um, you know, he gives it like a like a like he Hartmanizes it, so to speak. Like he gives it like a like you can always tell if something's done by Butch Hartman. You know, he has such a signature style. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about him. It's like you can tell that's a Butch Hartman piece a million miles away. You know, and I th- and I think that's ultimately like what I'm shooting for is, you know, I want to be able to someone I want someone to be able to look at, you know, one of my drawings and say, you know, that's that's a, a slippy frog uh, drawing, you know. And I just uh, and plus he's a great guy. You know, I see all his videos like at least from what I see, he seems like a really genuine cool dude, you know, and and I think that's that's pretty big too. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I'm into art myself, and I think for me, in elementary school, back when newspapers were a thing. uh, Oh, yeah, those things? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My teachers would have um, all the comics and Charles Schultz, you know, the Peanuts comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is kind of cool. But then, then I got a little bit older, and I got really into Kevin Eastman, you know, the Ninja Turtles and, Mm -hmm. and all that. And then... As I got into my teenage years, and it's it's very simple, but I love the style. But Mike Judge, you know, with Beavis yeah. and Butthead and King of the Hill, yeah, of the and Hill. I'm just yeah. like, man, like I just love that style, man. I, I don't know what yeah. it is, but so yeah, those those three guys always like kind of had me going, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. But and and I did. I was a huge follower of Marvel, um, dude. I've collected Marvel comic cards since I was a kid, and they stopped making them now. And mm-hmm. I have like a full binder. Just they're probably worth something, you know. What I mean, like those are all oh, yeah. like, rare. But yeah, man, I think it's really cool what you do. And and I gotta ask. So you go live four or five times a week. At, you try to uh, at minimum, right? What's your favorite part about going live? Oh, uh, it's it's the chat interaction. It's mm-hmm. actually you know what I I have. There's like a it's for the number one spot. Half of it's like the chat interaction. You know, because this is what I love. Like, if, let's say I have, like, a 12, 13, 14-year-old kid, right, on, you know, his account, he's watching my live stream, and he's like, hey, Slippy, can I get a shout-out? Or, or, hey, Slippy, can you draw me this? And I get to draw that. Like, I get to draw whatever the request is, whether it's their name or, you know, like, some of these kids, man, like, they think the world of it. You know, I, I mean, because I, I have this one, uh, this one kid who follows me. His name is Pathfinder Main. It's based off of like the character Pathfinder in Apex Legends, the game. Yeah. You know, like that's his main main choice of character when he plays Pathfinder, right? And you know, I'm just grocery shopping one day or something, and I see a TikTok. He tagged me in, you know, saying like bored when you don't have any friends, you know. Um, and then there's this this mf'er, right? And it's Slippy Frog, you know, my account, and I was like, man, like. That made my day, Kevin. Yeah. Like, that was, like, that's crazy, man. Like, some kid who I just, you know, commented once in a blue moon on uh, his comments on my videos and, you know, shout him out in the live stream. And then he goes along and says, like, you know, those things on his account about me. And it, it made me feel like a million bucks, you know. And it, it's 
to me, I love it, man. I love doing. It. I love interacting with the chat and you know, like talking to these kids and and you know, like just making somebody's day, even if yeah. even if it's not making their day, even if it's making their minute, you know, or hour, you know, um, you know, because I if I if I look at the chat and let's say there's like 800 viewers, right? And you got a kid asking me to draw his name, and I draw it. That kid's thinking, "Holy crap, man! Like 800 people are seeing my name right. on this chat right now." You know, and um, I'm glad that you asked me that question because what I'm trying to get at is I, I have to go grab them. I think they're in the kitchen, but um, we have a, a neighbor, right? Me and Alex, we have a neighbor. Um, uh, Alex's friend, her daughter, is like a huge fan of the stream she's like a huge fan like she's given us fan mail she's drawing me pictures you know she she uh, uh got alex to drop off a letter today and it was like thank you so much for the inspiration um you're the best blah 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 and it's like my heart melted man i was like this is the best feeling in the world you know yeah. um and uh you know it's it's that to me is the my favorite part about going live is like you know making someone's day or or just having fun yeah you know i mean you, you you've seen some of the lives like oh, yeah. you know when i asked the chat like what to draw especially for one piece it ends up being you know johnny bravo with octopus <laughs> arms you know while on a skateboard evading you know a chicken cult right yeah. it's like, I, i'm not gonna think of that i might right. be able to draw it but i'm not gonna think of that you know that's up to the chat and yeah. then that's cool to see like you know how every if you know, of course, with as many viewers as we get, sometimes I can't get everybody's recommendation. You know, that's why I always encourage them, like, come back next time and maybe we'll get it on there. You know, if I could, trust me, if I had, you know, a thousand hands and a thousand hours, you know, we'd get everybody's suggestion to a T, but I don't. So, um, you know, we can't always get all of them, but it's so crazy, like, what comes out of it. Yeah. And um, you know, and, and, uh, my girlfriend, Alex, she's like my moderator on the chat. So she's always next to me in the bed right here. Like we, um, you know, we're about to have a kid. So like oh, congratulations. temporarily my, oh, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Good sir. Um, temporarily my gaming setup is like right next to our, uh, bed in the bedroom. So she like lays next to me and because I'm so fixated on the iPad drawing, right. you know, she has more, she has a better chance to like look at the chat and, you know, like, let me know like who's asking for a shout out or who wants this or who wants that or who's gifting, you know? Um, and it's like, a, it's like a team effort, me and her, you know, it feels organic. Yeah. And I, I mean, I tried to go live one time without her and it was a huge failure, you know, because my eyes aren't on the chat. My eyes are on the drawing, right. you know, I can't draw blindly. So by the time I come up to look at the chat, it, you know, 60 new messages come up and, I'm like not keeping up and it's, it's not the same, you know? Um, and also I get a chance to miss the gifters, which is huge, you know, cause we always want to let the gifters know, like, we appreciate that. Like that's intense, man. Like right. that's a whole new level of that, that to make money on TikTok drawing pictures is like, if you would have came to me, you know, a year ago and said, Hey, just want to let you know, if you just drew on TikTok, you'd be making money. I'm like, uh, I don't think I'll ever hear such a lie, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, but, and it's not like we make a lot. We don't, you know, it's not enough to, to pay rent or anything, but still even 10 cents, you know, I can, again, I can tell somebody somewhere like I made 10 cents, 10 whole cents 
drawing Johnny Bravo on TikTok. Yeah. You know, and some people scoff and some people are like, dude, that's awesome, you know, but it just makes me feel like, I mean, for so long, man, for so long, I, I wanted to either, you know, uh, be somebody on YouTube or, or, or TikTok or, you know, Twitch or whatever. And, you know, to to be able to like look at an account and look at a follower list and actually look at like genuine interactions with people, you know, on a social platform from not only creativity, but like common interests. It's like a dream, man. Yeah. You know, so and, and the lives to me are like a culmination of that. It's like 50 percent fun, you know, 50 percent like creative outlet all in like a group setting. And, you know, it it makes me feel a part of. Yeah. You know, and, and it, that's I know that was a pretty extensive answer there, Kevin, but that's what I like, you know, about about going live. No, and actually you answered that exactly how I was hoping because the last question about uh, who inspired you and then and then going into this question, it my whole point was I watch your lives and I see all these kids scrolling through and wanting the shout outs and wanting you to drop like you're their inspiration. At that moment in time, you're inspiring them and who knows, that could lead to you being the reason they start drawing or they want to do that stuff, you know? So I'm glad you answered that way. Cause that's exactly what I was hoping. Cause you know, we've always looked up to somebody and now in some ways, like, I mean, I have 112,000 followers and you have a bunch of followers that go on to your lives that you inspire every day. And it's really weird how it went full circle like that for some people, you know? And, yeah. And, and, and it's, and I, that's like the organic way, you know, like that's yeah. what, that's what I want, you know, yeah. like I want people to be encouraged, like, you know, not, not all the time, but like growing up, you know, there's always going to be, there was, there was people who were like, you could never do anything, you know, like you need to go to college and get a degree. You're not going to be somebody if you draw, you know, or, you know, you're not going to make a living off of YouTube or you're not going to make a living off of TikTok, you know, or um, you know, it, it's lame to be 33 years old and own a Spider-Man suit and a, and a fully replicated Spartan armor and like, you know, to know more information about, uh, uh, you know, Super Nintendo or, you know, um, which version of, of Super Saiyan Goku is this, whatever, you know. Right. But at the same time, like, that's not always the case. Some people are crazy passionate about that stuff. And I love that stuff, you know, yeah. and... And I think, like, I want people, like, when they go to my live streams or they see my channel, like, I want them to know, like, I know it sounds so cliche, but, you know, don't ever be afraid to let people know, like, what it is that you love. You know, what it is that you're passionate about, like, what it is that brings you joy. You're only on this on this earth once. Right. You know what I mean? Are you going to waste it, you know, pretending to like what everybody else does? Or are you just going to express what you like and, right. and wait for people, you know, to, uh, like, people who, who share those same interests? You know, so like if I can just get one person, you know, on the live stream, you know, to uh, uh, think, man, like maybe I should doodle or maybe I should draw, you know, um, and, and, you know, share my artwork, be more positive about my artwork or, or you know, not be so uh, down on myself when, when people criticize it, you know, like that's to me, like that's the uh, uh, that's the end goal, you know, because yeah. um, like I said, our neighbor um Ellie, her name is Ellie. She's the sweetest little girl in the world. 
you know, she was like, you inspired me, and, and can you please show this on your live stream? It's my drawing, and now I want to draw more of this and that. I was like, that's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Because, let's face it, like, it's it's 2022. Like, look around. Like, some of the most successful franchises and the most successful pop culture uh, uh, IPs and all this stuff, it's all based off of art, whether right. it's 3D art, traditional art, you know, uh, video games, TV shows. I mean, think about like the Marvel movies. What would the Marvel movies be without the visual effects artists? <laughs> you know, it would not be the same. You know, it would be. I've seen the behind the scenes without oh, yeah. the special effects and, you know, without the costume designers. It, what would it be? Like, art is such a pivotal part of culture and society and. You know, I think like it's important to let people know like it doesn't always have to be this one hundred thousand dollar exquisite piece to be right. appreciated. You know, we could just have fun and, and doodle something and and have a laugh or two or or you know have a decent conversation in the process. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It works for me. That's for sure. I always feel great after it. You know, I always feel like even if we get five viewers or ten viewers, you know, it's I feel great. You know, I feel like it, it was I was I expressed myself. We got creative. You know, we talked some nerd. We we had you know we had shop talk you know we talk nerd stuff you know whether it be anime or video games and i feel happy yeah and i mean those people that you know say negative stuff like oh you're 33 and you're doing this like who cares like what why do oh, yeah. you care like i'm i'm having fun you know i'm living the yeah. life i, I want to live you know right. i don't i don't criticize you know the picture of whoever in your house or you know what you like doing you know I, it's just i want to live the way i want to live so if i want a spider-man costume in my room i'm gonna have a damn spider yeah exactly you know? i mean yeah it's like you know it's not like i'm putting on the spider-man costume and i'm hurting anybody but even if you know? i mean even I, if you were putting it on and playing around in your house like who cares you know what who I cares? Mean? right <laughs> like who my brother says it best man like he says it best like whenever i'm like jammed up or i'm caught up like in my feelings or whatever and i'm dealing with some sort of problem my brother he gave me like the best piece of advice and he just goes you know dude who cares yeah <laughs> you're you're literally you know you're gonna die one day like who really cares yep you know and and I, I used to care so badly about what others think, you know, and of course, like, it will always be a concern of mine, but it does not dictate my actions, right. you know, and I like to draw, I like to get on TikTok, I like to make, you know, fun little cringy videos with my girlfriend, I like to, you know, play video games, I like to walk around in a Master Chief costume, and, and you know what, like, at the end of the day, I get eight hours of sleep, you know, I, I have fun, I meet new people, yeah. you know, I get to learn, you know, uh, 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 I get to learn more about my creative side. I mean, it for me, it's like I couldn't be happier in that department, man. Yeah, and so I had this conversation with my wife not too long ago, within a couple of weeks, and I like to mess around on TikTok, you know, and I'll make videos that people would say, you know, a 37-year-old man should not be making these kind of videos. And my wife asked me, she's like, you know, she's like, why, why did you do that? Like, aren't you afraid of what people are going to say? It's like, you know what? No. Like, my friends laugh you know they they have a good time they like watching my content and if someone's gonna make fun of me or say what they want like they're not most likely they're not in my life anyway and right and it just doesn't matter to me like i'm just having fun I, i'm not gonna just because i'm 37 doesn't mean i need to like stop doing everything i ever cared about and like just right you know just uh, I'm just going to sit in my office and, and write word documents because that's what I need to do at 37. Like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do I, what I love, man. 
it, and I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I think the biggest thing that, like, what really did it for me was a, was a very key observation. And it was, if you look at some of the most successful, like, Twitch streamers or uh, uh, personalities on TikToks or, you know, any, any like, quote-unquote influencer or content creator, they always look like they're having a really, really genuinely good time doing it. Yeah. You know, um, on and off camera or on and off of set, whatever it is, you know, whatever their creative outlet is. And I think that's key. It's like it would be so hard to find a way to, to be successful in this niche or in this corner of, you know, entertainment if you weren't truly happy with what it is that you do. And I don't think you can be truly happy if you're too worried about, you know, other people not wanting you to do it in the first place. Right. And you, you won't know, be so. successful. Right. You know, like the only right. way you're going to be successful is if you put yourself out there and do something that most people won't do because people look for something different, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I just had to, I had to bring that up because my wife and I had well, I'm glad you did, man. It feels good to, to put it out in the air. <laughs> yeah. And so, okay. So when you're on your live, yeah. you're making, <clears throat> when you're doing these drawings, you're using an iPad and you're mm-hmm. using Pro Tools, correct? Uh, uh, procreate. Oh, procreate. Sorry. Yeah, procreate. procreate. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Now, do you enjoy drawing on your iPad more, or do you like drawing on paper more? If you would have asked me a week ago, I would have told you pen and paper. Yeah. Um, and I try to tell this to the to the stream. You know, when I have a lot of viewers, I try to let them know this. I didn't own my first. I did not own an iPad ever in my life. Until this Christmas. This just, like, until, you know... Two months ago. Yeah. Or a, I just got ago. it. A month, a month ago, ago, yeah. I know, right? Well, you're, like, jumping time, dude. You're yeah, yeah. A, uh, Sorry, I'm in February already. <laughs> time jumper. <laughs> um, yeah, like, a month ago. I never owned an iPad. I maybe picked up one in the store looking at it. Or if a buddy had one, I'd look at it. But I've never really utilized an iPad ever uh, in my, you know, creative career, I guess. And... My girlfriend, you know, she was like, I got you something really cool for Christmas. And I opened it up and it's this iPad. And she's like, yeah, you can get this app where you can like draw. You can do your drawings like digitally. And I was like turned off at first, you know, because a digital medium medium is completely different than traditional, you know, uh, uh, like a set of fabric castells on on sketch paper versus, you know, a, a glossy screen. Yeah. And. It's so funny because, you know, we, I got a, an Apple Pencil from her mother. Her mother was in on it too, and she got me this Apple Pencil, but it was the second generation, and it, and it wasn't compatible with the iPad she got me. Oh, okay. So I was, like, really discouraged because I, we, I couldn't, like, uh, draw on it or anything, right? So me and her laying in bed, and I was like, man, I really want to try out that iPad. And she's like, I got you, babe. You know, she, she goes on Amazon and... You know, the Apple Pencils are so expensive, so we tried to get, like, a cheaper alternative. And we got this, like, little, like, uh, you know, made-in-China stylus. It's supposed to be, like, you know, quote-unquote just as good as the Apple Pencil. Um, and it arrives, and we we use it. And, <laughs> it, Kevin, it was the – it was, like, the way it would write on the iPad, it was, like, trying to draw, like – while being in the backseat of a pickup truck going down a rocky mountain. It was like, you know, and it would like, it was jittery, like all over the screen, uh, even if I was holding the pen perfectly still. And I was like, man, this thing's buggy. Yeah. You know, um, 
Anyway, a couple days go by. Her friend comes over. You know, she's into digital art. She gives me, just gives me an Apple Pencil, the first generation, because she has a newer one. Um, and I'll never forget it. I opened up uh, Procreate on the iPad, and I went to go do a sketch. And it was like love at first sight. It just felt natural. It felt right. You yeah. Know? And there's so much to look. I still have so much to learn on the app. Like, you got to think, like, some people have been using this app since its release. Like, I'm only, like, a month in, you know. I'm still learning how to do tons of stuff. But, uh, like, yeah, because of its accessibility factors, because there's so many uh, uh, pens and brushes and colors and textures and techniques and effects, because you can do so much that you can't do on a regular piece of paper. I mean, you could. It would just take a lot more time and effort. Um, you know, I have to go with uh procreate i i much more prefer doing it on a digital surface than you know on uh pen and paper i guess okay yeah. oh that's cool man yeah so do you have a favorite piece that you've ever made like do you have something that you have just kept forever because it's just your favorite of all time uh sure i mean whatever or i i do actually i okay. do um however it's i mean it's not in my possession right now sure. um but it definitely exists. I can confirm its existence. Uh, when, when we, um, when me and my brother, like I said earlier, when we were in elementary school and we were, you know, drawing these little comic books of Power Pickle and Chippo Man, in art class one day, we got the chance to make paper mache. We were learning how to do paper mache. He did a sculpture of Chippo Man, and I did a sculpture of Power Pickle, and underneath them. You know, we had like a little three panel comic strip, you know, describing like the backstory of the character and what they mean. And to us, it was like, you know, this is like this is collection collector edition worthy, you know, yeah. and there's only two in existence. But to us, it's like, you know, they're trophies. Um, and my mom kept them, which is really cool. And I just love it's my favorite piece because like you you can see like how truly passionate I was even as a little kid, you know, to, to do something like that. And I was so proud of the character and, you know, it's cool to see like how different my art style has changed from, you know, when I'm a kid in elementary school until now, I just think it's so funny like that. Like it looks like a completely different artist yet. That was me. Yeah. You know, but that's definitely my favorite piece. Right on man. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have a, a series of questions. It's just like a, a fast round just kind of yeah. to get to know you a little bit better and uh like a more uh general level not personal sure. but general yeah. level cool so uh what is your favorite movie and favorite tv show favorite movie spider-man no way home hands down okay 100 percent. what about tv show do you have one uh right now the witcher okay yeah what's your favorite restaurant oh favorite restaurant uh Indian food's my favorite. There's a place called Bombay Nights not too far from our, our house. Um, it's hands down my favorite restaurant. Love it. Chicken okay. tikka masala all day. All right. What's your uh, most used emoji? Oh, um, sunglasses. Okay. Like the cool glasses. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, let's see. What one thing do you plan to accomplish in 2022? Um... I would like to successfully start like a YouTube channel Okay. get some diversified content in there. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. All right, right on. Last one. Who is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh, um, that's a good one, man. That's a really good one. <laughs> uh, 
favorite content creator, I would have to say, I would. There's a guy. Um, he does. Uh, he's got an awesome gaming collection, man. His name is uh, Lost in the '80s and '90s. His name is Will. Um, I've actually got to you know talk to him personally. He doesn't live too far from me either, but I his channel is like, it's. It's a whole vibe, man. It's yeah. like aesthetically pleasing. It's like purple and blue neon lights. Our like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade setup. He's got a crazy game collection, a crazy game room, and he's just the nicest guy in the world. Such a genuine dude, man. Like you know, and I, I, this is gonna sound so lame. I know somebody listening to this is like, "Wow, that's gotta be the lamest thing Slippy's ever said." But <laughs> like when you watch, if you just scroll through his videos, like. It literally feels like you're a kid again. Like, you know, you're you're 15 years old. You just ordered a pizza, and your buddy invited you over to play Super Nintendo. And, I mean, I'm all about that, man. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, I'd have to say that. I'd have to say Will for sure. Yeah, that's not lame at all, man. Like, every time I come across something that I, I did as a kid or loved as a kid, like, it brings me back 100%. Actually, right. today, I came across a video where this guy, so I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, and uh, this nice. guy had an entire room built it's like a movie theater but he has everything ghostbusters like he has like a replica of the the gargoyle a slimer coming out of the wall he has the the um uh, the sirens from their their ecto one on the ceiling oh Oh, dude he's got the works yeah it's amazing and i was (laughs) like and that always brings me back you know but so right. yeah, that that's not that's not lame at all, man. I, I think everybody can agree with that to be honest. Cool. Well, dude, it's yeah. been such a pleasure talking to you, man. You, you know, like I said, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing and now that I've gotten to talk to you, you're you're an awesome dude, man, and and it's really cool to meet you and and I hope to honestly, I hope to, you know, continue to talk and have conversations and I'll continue to watch your lives and it's it's been a lot of fun, man. So thank you so much. Yeah, well, uh, I have to thank you too, Kevin. I appreciate it, man. Just the fact that you even asked me to come on the show is incredible, man. I had a blast doing it. Um, so, yeah, again, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And I only ask people that, you know, I don't look for popularity on social media to be on the show. I look for people I think is interesting and other people would find interesting as well or talented. And, and you definitely are, are both, man. So I really appreciate you coming on and, and we'll talk soon. All right. All right, sounds good, Kevin. All right, take care, buddy. Talking, see ya. A tick talking, tick talking with Kevin Hughes. Slippy Frog. God, that guy was so cool, and uh, his art is absolutely freaking amazing. And just what he does on his live, and how much he cares for people, and you know the fact that when they go on his live they are just so interactive and uh like he was talking about how he draws what people were saying and you know it turns out to be like spongebob with um johnny bravo arms and yeah on a hoverboard just random stuff but it's so cool and it turns out so much fun and then you know he goes through and he puts everybody's name on that participated it's just a really cool fun vibe and a fun live for people to just get involved and that's what he does it for and i respect the guy so much but i hope you guys really enjoyed that episode and you guys once again have stayed till the end and you guys are the ones that that i love and you know that but thank you this is this is so amazing 
And as always, next week I will have another fun and exciting guest for you to listen to right here on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Everybody enjoy their week, be safe, and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Kevin, I'm out. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye now.